Hello and welcome back to a live edition of Supercoach Insider. My name is Ben. And I'm Chris. I'm Swizz. Hey yo. And thank you for joining us. It's a Sunday night special. I think probably the only time we've ever gone live on a Sunday night. <laughs> and this is this is not our OnlyFans account either. No. And, and oh, what? It's news to me. And here I was thinking it would be a celebration of what a wonderful weekend of football. And it was shit. Like it was so well, bad. I guess it would be shit if you guys lost your games like yeah, but the pies won, so oh. I don't know. <laughs> how how was that Swiss for you, mate? Was that is it good? <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Thursday, that's uh, a whole world ago. Nice, uh, no, but you did you did well beating our reserve side. So Thanks, no, mate. no credit yeah. to the pies. Just scraped through, really. Yeah, just scra- <laughs> just like scraped through. Twenty five behinds or something yeah. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, there's these guys who have been playing, you know, seconds and under 18s footy and had to actually get the record to find out who was buddy playing in our side. But. <laughs> Fair enough, I like it. Crazy. Uh, before we move on, though, SCN Sider 100, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok, all the audio platforms as well, Spotify, SoundCloud, etc., you name it. And on the YouTube, please do like, subscribe. This is live, probably coming to you faster than ever, and uh, we plan to pretty much then export this out to an MP3 and put it on the line for the all line. the audio platforms as well. But if you are here, please do, yeah, like, subscribe, get amongst it, and um, feel free to use those buttons and shout us out and let us know what your biggest issue was this week. Yep. Who your biggest issue was this week, whether it was Darcy Cameron, LDU, uh, Chandler on the bench, Baker on the bench with no E, two loopholes. Um, let us know what the biggest issue was this week because we're pretty much going to about to unpack it all as well. So, And if you are in the chat on the live, please let us know who's there so we can actually have a look and shout out as well. Um, oh, boys, I don't even know where we start apart from how, how bad were some of the games and how bad were some of the premium scores this week? It was... It was a bit of a strange weekend, I think, overall, because it was sort of a, a back to realization that you, like, not everything runs perfectly. And definitely not super coach, but definitely AFL in general. You know, I was rolling along first couple of rounds. Oh, this is it. This this super coach thing is pretty easy. Hey, got, hey, boys, and then all of a sudden you make one wrong move and bang, you, the whole season could be crumbled. Um, so I was one of those ones that uh, that traded out wits to, to Darcy Cameron only to suffer that uh, looks like a high-grade MCL. Uh, I think four to six minimum is what they're looking oh, at there. So, six to eight even, yeah. Yeah, so that sucks. Um, so he's gone. So you, you, you sort of got to reevaluate. But the only good thing about that was that he was it was like three-quarter time and he was already on 89. So I suppose it's very silver lining is that at least it didn't like completely capitulate. And he had a low break even, so he's actually made cash. <laughs> but that doesn't really save me. But um, um, I would join yeah. you. Um, <laughs> and it's funny because I think I, ch- I try and be polite. Someone's just like, oh, why would you do that? Because, you know, Wits is averaging more. And I was just like, and that's why no one will remember your name. A nice little Troy. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I, I was like, so, that so, much. so pretty much I was talk- talking to Swiss as well. And years gone by, I've kind of gone with the, sometimes I react too late. I'm a bit reactionary. Whereas this year I thought, if you're going to win it and you're going to really make a charge, using Darcy Cameron, you know, who's quite low in price, as someone who I can then open up and unlock my ruck line, it was pretty much a... Well, that was the the idea. To so, just sorry, pause. Supercoach is open. Yeah, mate. I was just looking. Oh, open. <laughs> That's what I'm looking at right there. And oh, I'm like, I'm pretty happy with my score. I don't want to look... Well, I'm happy 21.77. And I look down, I'm like, I've oh, lost 951 spots. Oh, like, hang on. Oh, hang okay. On. That's not too bad. That's no, not too bad. but I'm still... I'm... Thinking actually scored half decent this week, oh. and it's like nup. 
Swiss. No. Sorry, I didn't give a shit about you. I'm, yeah, t- no, I'm looking at my know. rank, and yeah, I'm like, oh, that's your, not that bad. Yeah, what no, did you rank? I went from 1,000 to 5,000, and considering the week I yeah, had, Yeah, well, I'm 5,000 as well, so... Okay. Twins. Yeah. Twins. I'm, like I'm still in the top 2,000, guys, but I guess that's what happens when you, you know, <laughs> when you trade out with... How'd Liverpool go against Man City this uh, week, mate? How'd that go? I had a great engagement party last night, guys. Congratulations. It was absolutely off the charts. It was a great night. a little reach around here? Yeah, we'll do this. Up over here. Get in there. Over the camera. Good in. Chin, chin, chin. Cheers. Yeah, so congratulations to Chris. And Chris, I can tell you why. Did you see that? That's a subject change. That was good, mate. (laughs) (laughs) So I can tell you why you're still in the top 2K, and it's because everyone joined us for setters. and. um, (laughs) That's true. Their downfall. And Seaball. So they joined us, and they didn't perform for the one week, and um, that's probably why it mitigated a little bit. Uh, It was interesting because after we've, doing some shots last night and then Chris just like turned to me and so what actually happened in Supercoach today I'm like well LDU oh. pulled out and then Supercoach crashed and Chris is just losing his mind at the bar because yeah. obviously you were running around doing a whole lot of stuff yesterday and probably I, didn't see that much footy so in a long time I didn't get to see a single ga- ga- game on Saturday which obviously Saturday is like sacred football um, and so yeah I ra- ran into uh, Swizz at the uh, engagement party I'm like Tell me everything <laughs> <laughs> Yeah I'm sitting there um, Doing shots with you And your dad And it's uh, and then it's just like Oh guess what happened today <laughs> Yeah And so It's a crazy day I mean yeah. Let's get let's go through Some of those scores I mean we Obviously from the Friday night uh, Sorry Thursday night game yeah, I should, I All guess the way back then Oh uh, don't go back To Thursday honestly, night Honestly Can yeah. I celebrate <laughs> The fact that Daylight savings has ended because <laughs> Thank no, up here though, six twenty game, yeah, it's like and smack I've got bang in the middle well, I've got to like everything. do dinner for the family, yep. bath time, feed, and then the missus is like, "Why are you looking at your phone?" I'm like, "I'm trying to see ins and outs." I missed the first quarter of footy, and then I get there, and because I sort of reverse my trades with the whole, you know, I was thinking Darcy Cameron and everything else going on, so I didn't even have the E on Baker. I was like, "Oh no, no big loss. It's fine. We'll just see." And next minute, he's just absolutely popping off. Yep. And I was going to get rid of Hopper at that point. So now I'm like, oh, I kind of feel like I have to get rid of him now because everyone's banking like 90 points, making moves. So did you trade? End up trading him? I kept Hopper, and I'd end up loopholing, and I went with Chandler. So it actually worked out. Oh, I was only five right. points off. Nice. That's uh, good. my week was looking extremely dismal up until that point, and I will be hanging shit on myself in my team pod this week. So nice. It's going to be interesting. Look forward to it. Yeah, I think we've all got uh, pretty good team pods coming up this week. So. We'll probably record them, I guess, tomorrow evening yeah. or something like that. Um, but I think the biggest takeaway from this is that Bevo just Magneto again. Um, and I looked at the CBAs and Trelaw all of a sudden had 80% CBAs. And you're like, what? Because he hasn't had that. I don't think he had that at all last year. Um, McRae still scored like fairly decent, but he only had 40% CBA. So he dro- he's dropping like, absolutely. You can't hold McRae, even though he obviously had a, a good yeah, score. Yeah, good game. Um, Timmy English. Oh, he looks so good though. And, and I told you, it's in last year when we had him and I was already watching him heavily before people kind of traded him in. He looks better. Yeah. Like he's getting around the ground and that was part of the reason why I went Cameron because I was like, I've got Wits and I've got Marshall who I thought was going to be good value. (laughs) Uh, I kind of now wish I got rid of Marshall and um, kept Wits uh, based off the weekend's performance. But look, it's... I think English is the clear number one. It's about whether if you're banking on him to be an injury risk, you know, or get injured, then that's one scenario. But if he stays fit, I reckon he's about 10 points clear of the next best. And it's scary. Promise that I'm knowing is that he's not a traditional ruckman in the sense of lumbers around long contest down the line. Like I'm, he's he's running up for little short hit ups from the, a kick in. 
And they're kicking it to him. Mm. Like, because obviously the Ruckman's not, that's not where he's going to be able to defend the ball. So you see Timmy English just running up in th- into the arc to catch a, a lead up, hit up, and then he just bombs it long. And I'm like, I hate you so much. Like, yeah. like it's free points. He's getting just all these free points just for, for oh, stupid, stupid. But he's getting around the ground a lot yeah. better than I ever thought. And, the, 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 obviously, the problem is that when he does, and he will get injured. Mm. Can you can you risk that? Because I suppose everyone's now looking for a, a solution. So there really is two, of course. There's Timmy English, or well, there's probably yep. three. You could really go. Up oh, I need to check if I have enough money because that was the <coughs> big was about, um, Bryce, was Bryce Mitchell. Well, actually, or, I was just I was just checking that because there's actually three rucks in the top seven right now. So English is the overall number one scorer in the game. Yep, at one, Jared Witch is at number five, and uh, Na- and Nank is at seven. Really? So you're saying yeah. I got rid of the number five? What about rid of the number five? What about <laughs> Flynn Sanity? Where's he at? Because he had a. Did he have another good week? Uh, well, I've got, I'm sorting that by total points, but I'm sure. Oh, Flynn's okay. Oh, $400 up my sleeve. Nice. I can go and fix Single it. Trade. Darcy Cameron to English. Bye bye. Done. Fair enough. Done and in look, one. I suppose at worst case scenario with an English in trade for those that uh, either had Darcy Cameron or whatever it may be, is that at least now you're with the crowd. So you don't even if he does go down, it's probably not that much of a worry. Anyone else that you try and trade to, every week you're going to be looking at English and going, shit, everybody's got English and he's going 150 or whatever the hell it is. I think he's is. going from 19% owned to like 50 to 60. Yeah. And it, I think it's going to be that high where that's kind of why with the rationale, I, I slept easy. Obviously, it was a decision I made at backfired. He got injured first game up. I'm like, that happens. But now I'm like, okay, well, now I can actually go and get who I believe to be the best ruck. Yep. And he, I think he's going to be highly owned, whereas Wits will be 10 to 15%. Yep. See, but for me, I'm thinking Marshall's hitting the scrap heap and I'll keep Wits because Wits, he didn't, play, again, play that well. Today. I've watched him these last two matches. I'm going, okay, yeah, he was good around the ground, but compared, he didn't really impose himself on the contest like he could. And he's still going 120 that. So I'm feeling like he's going to actually, when especially like Tuke wasn't even that great today. So when they start really clicking um, and then they get a couple of easy kills, the Suns, which is going to be freaking awesome. Yeah. Uh, look, there's a few things. Um, the other thing is obviously Darcy. Like, are you, are you trading Darcy? Are you not? Obviously, had a fairly good week this week. And we knew that going into it. Oh, I said trade before this week. I, I knew he was going well this week. I said, but if you keep him... He's going to do well, and you're going and to keep, keep him for another again. month. You're going yeah. in. The, I, I absolutely agree with you. I would have get got out. rid of him. I would have said, get out of my side because I know you're going well this week, and I'm going to feel like I'm forced to keep you, and yep. there's going to be four more weeks, and then I'm going to bitch and moan again, and then get rid of you then. I, Darcy does this to people. <laughs> this is this is pretty standard for Darcy. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm still on the trade bandwagon, but at least he hasn't lost you too much money, obviously, with his good score. Now, um, I, also, that Western Bulldogs game, can we talk about Marcus Bondapelli's triple-double? And what I'm talking about oh. is <laughs> triple-double with turnovers. And he how many 15, free kicks against? Five? Six. Six frees oh. against. And what's that, minus four? Yeah. Or Three? Three? So, like that. so yeah. yeah. So, obviously, and, and every time it's a turnover or inefficient disposal. He was clear best on ground, in my opinion. He, he basically, you know, put them, put them on his back and kept, just willed them across the line. However... His score obviously didn't reflect that. It, there was one point I think he was up to 97 and then dropped back right down to like 85 or something stupid. Like it was just yo-yoing all over the place because he's inefficient, inefficiency, um, which is, I want to say uncharacteristic, but he has these this in him because he obviously is one that tries those kicks and tries to do more than he probably should. There was one point where he's tried to pinpoint a pass, just gone straight into an intercept session. I'm just like, oh, what are you trying to do? But... 
at the end of the day, I was probably happy with it because I know a lot of people had the VC on him and I went VC Dunkley. So I was sort of hedging against that. I bets. felt so good. I think it was quarter time, even towards half time. I'm sitting there like doing mini fist pumps to myself going, yeah, what a great decision. Bontempelli going big this week. Um, yeah, and I thought he was very imposing. It just quite didn't quite click. Yep. And even with Doherty, it's like, hey, it's so much ball, but these mistakes, it's like, do you just put that down to early season? You know, because I think they're quality enough where it will click. And yep. when it does, then you know it's 130, 140, yep. And they'll kind of get you in the back end. Um, Binger, send me a soundbite, mate, so I can um, check your voice and see if it's good for radio. Uh, on, our, on our end of season pod last year, I did tell him we could get him on, but obviously things were a bit chaotic nice. to start this year. And um, so A couple yeah. of questions firing through, guys, yeah. we will get to now. So uh, Fried Monkey has, has thrown in, uh, he's got JHF, and he wants to know, should he be looking to try and get Zeebel, because he doesn't have a Zeebel, or should he, you know, with a solid outing this week, is JHF a hold? Yeah, well, this, this was a big this is a big discussion I have with the wife because she's so big on Horn Francis in the yeah. team, and he scored twenty five of those of the eighty four and three quarters. Uh, I think he has, might have had fifty nine in the in the second quarter, like completely dominated. But there's footage around again of him just not chasing and putting in when he did. So there's no two way running from him at all, and it's yeah. a massive concern. Uh, so when they're up and about, fine, he's going to be awesome. But I just don't want that in the side. So he's a downhill skier. Well, there's Absolutely. no there's no two way running. It's he he gets one flight out of North Melbourne and doesn't yeah. look back. There's no there's no two way about him at all. I heard there's no ice bars in Adelaide. So yeah, and the problem is like a lot of us we're going to have a Z-ball. wine bath. and and Zebel like yeah, okay, didn't score as well as he normally does, but that was because him and Sis were butchering that ball early. They were practically playing kick to kick, bombing the ball back and forward to each yep. other with the turnovers. And then both of them, you know, got into the game and, and did their thing. So re- realistically, Zebel, that could have been another 90 to 100 games. So I think yep. that's the one you definitely need. Well, you know, I look at the North's team on the day and they didn't have their two best players in the midfield. So obviously Simpkin and LDU. That's why they lost the game. They ended up going with Cunnington and Powell as their main mids midfielders, and they just couldn't compete. They both of them scored fairly poorly, and they just got killed around the ball. Um, so yeah, un- unfortunate for for North. I think that they probably should have won that game. Like, that's that's one that they will rue that they lost. But personnel, well, if they personnel, had LDU, yeah, exactly then everything. Right. Oh, that yeah, was absolutely. that was absolutely anarchy because. Yep. It was like, okay, it came out and all the April Fool's jokes kind of just left people going, oh, it's just another joke. And there's like, no, it's legit. Like they're actually saying laid yep. out. And even I tried to hop on my, on my on my phone and I actually thought, oh, LDU's gone. I'm going to try and maybe bring in Warple. He's going 130 today. So I was like, yeah, let's do this. Callahan to Warple. I'll figure the rest out later. And then it was like not working. And then I hopped on and actually logged in through the web browser. And then I was like, mm, like... I just thought I'd probably best to sit on it. And Chris got saved, I think, by Cameron being out. You're like, oh, I need the money. So you didn't bring in Warpool, so you avoided that one. Yeah, so what actually happened, guys, was I was thinking... The more, I, I, on the Friday night, I was so tired and so stressed because obviously Saturday is the big day and the big proposal, and I had a lot to do pretty much all day. So um, I had a really like half-decent sleep, and I went to the gym in the morning, and I was in, my, in the car on the, at the front, and I was actually um, I was texting Pistol. Uh, from Dr. Supercoach and I was just going dude what am I going to do here I got Warpool like we got to look at like how I'm going to get money to get English I'm like I don't want to be doing that next week I don't want to be trying to like trade out like say Liam Jones to Tyler Young to try and get money to go to somewhere like you're completely butchering your team to be able to do that and then I was like oh look I could probably just go Grundy and that's actually one of the questions which is 
uh, from Aaron Miller. He said Cameron to Grundy, which is a it's a valid question this week, and I think a lot of people will sideways. I think that that is the two the second option yeah. of the two that we've discussed. And at least you know for the next however many weeks, a month or so, Grundy will probably get a little bit of an upswing. Huge um, upswing, yeah. yeah. So he'll make cash, he'll be six hundred and something k, and then you could probably sideways him over to English if you really want to. Yeah, and then reassess at that point. I don't yeah. I don't mind that as a strategy, um, or maybe switch to Gorn. But there'll be a two or three game block there where. Grundy's scoring is going to drop off the map and you can't really pick up Gorn because yep. he's, you know, 620k and dropping. So Correct. It's going to be the, the tie-over period. So you might have to go from, say, him to try and get an English then for yep. maybe less cash and then wait for Gorn to drop out and then see if Marshall's a, a spot option. Yeah. I, um, I, and that, so eventually I thought about that and I'm like, no, you can't get Grundy because although his price is all right and he's going to have a short-term impact, you're literally going to hold him for those two games and that could kill you. I don't want to be holding Grundy in those games where he goes back forward. I don't want to be doing that. And he's not going to get forward status until at the very earliest, if he even does, it won't be till round 12. And that's relying on Gorn playing enough. Yeah, exactly. I think with yep. Gorn being injured, it's kind of hurt both of them as far yes. as getting a possible DPP, yep. which then makes it more important to pick up. That's why Darcy Cameron uh, was actually a good option because we're like, hey, there's not many DPPs coming through. Exactly. Uh, even Petrarca, I think, is still getting a good amount of CBAs. So I yes. don't know if he's going to get DPP. Um, maybe when they play weaker opponents, it could definitely be an option. Yeah. Um, also, shout out to Chris as well. Um, I can't say your last name, but he did say he brought in Warple, and he's got Callahan to deal with, so I feel you there as well. So he's like, I'm going to trade out Callahan. He goes, I don't know who to, but I can't wait to <laughs> not watch another I mean, GWS game ever we, again. We said it in the back end of the podcast last week, you know, roll is king at the end of the day. Mm. Right? So th- that's what we knew about Callahan. Holding him oh. was a risk always. It's frustrating. It's, it's a frustrating G- risk. Because yeah. we spoke about it. I think it was maybe round one, the really hot day that Laird didn't perform. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, like GWS, how smart. They just kept playing in the shade. It's like, no, that's actually how they play. <laughs> because I'm watching it and one, like quarter one, Callahan gets like, you know, six touches and he's like, oh, okay, like looking all right. Quarter two, nothing. Because GWS used the exact same side of the field, which means that Callahan's now on the opposite side. Yeah. And then quarter three, he gets some ball as well, but then butchers it. And then all of a sudden, obviously, that's where he stayed and got like 34. And I'm sitting there going, GWS just playing one side, and it was just so frustrating. It's so frustrating. not only is he an outside winger player, but he's only, he's only getting half a game. game. Yeah, so, exactly you, right. yeah, you're relying on someone to, what, get you 70 and half a game? So that's two 35-point quarters. Like it's not going to happen. Said, it's all right if you're the attacking wingman, but if you're only the attacking wingman for 50% of the game, what sort yeah. of role is that? Exactly. It's, exactly. It's, it's really poor play. And I'm just, the only option is to kind of hold and wait for maybe a couple of looser opponents. Yep. So, um, my, so my option then was, so after uh, evaluating that option is, okay, and cancelling, once I cancelled Grundy out, I realised I need to get money and I need to get 100, well, I don't even know what it was. It would have been like 120 grand, I think it was, 130 grand. Yeah, it's a lot. So the only way to do that was to not trade Warple. So I basically traded English to Cameron and I've obviously got the cash to go Philippu to Warple. And I was like, well, if I just don't trade Philippu to Warple, I have the cash and I save the boost and the trade. So that's what I decided to do, obviously to the detriment of my team for the one week, um, but it'll be better next week. And then I obviously played Philippo on field, which was a mistake because I probably should have played Chandler. And that's me for knowing that. But I mean, rookie roulette, you know, who, who knows what you're going to do. So, so unfortunately, I didn't get Warple, but that's a good thing because, again, role seems to have flipped. Huge shift in the Hawks. And I wanted to touch on this. CBAs have absolutely flipped at the Hawks. And I don't know if this is going to be the new Bevo where... Every week is different CBAs because of different matchups, but Will Day for the second week in a row has had over 65% CBAs, and he absolutely had a blinder of a day out. 
Um, so a huge watch it. Like if you've got if you've got him, great. Like all the good talk out of Hawthorne is that Will Day is that what they're looking at going forward and crazy but awesome. Yeah, so that was the one we I spoke about last week because on Footy Classified, Sam Mitchell came in and talked about Will Day. Yes, he was the one that he singled out. That so once he you know if the coach is actually making a point of a particular player, um, yeah, it's there's no reasons why not to think that's going to be going forward. So Warple still had 13 CBAs, but yeah, they're definitely you know Nash the bigger body, and they you know trying to get McKenzie in there as much as possible. But yeah. there's only the four this week. But well, he's, he's dropped to 57 percent. Yeah, when the week one he was 71, mm. last two he's just just been over 50 percent, about 55 percent both weeks. Hey, so who was best on ground that game? Do you know? For which game? Hawthorne. The Hawthorne. Who was best on ground? I'm surprised you didn't take the first opportunity. Oh, no, I know. Oh, sorry. The first opportunity oh, I was just you could have had. I was say, yeah, yeah we, we do need to talk more Dylan about Moore, this. Dylan Moore, like need to putting talk it up in the, yeah, he's putting it up yes. in the group chat. I and was. And I, I said, was. I like, oh, Dylan Moore said, underrated player. Yeah, underrated. <laughs> underrated. Oh, how good. That, he we, was good. Yeah. The, best, the best part about being live, Swiss, is that I can like elbow yeah, you right. if I need you to show up, or just or just like gag like, you, just like yeah, yeah not sexually, was, but just you know, <laughs> well, hand well. over the mouth, just kind of just um, gently, gently. No, he, no, he was fantastic. <laughs> Him and Dave were absolutely brilliant. So I was sitting there watching on the train as I was travelling up from the Gold Coast, and um, yeah, no, the Hawthorne performance was yeah, it was brilliant. Did not see that one coming. Um, can we just a little side segment here because mm. I'm getting a lot of uh, these live tweets here talking about like oh like Doherty to Stewart is it crazy? We we're even uh, talking I'll, about okay, so I'll who, talk about who that. we can. Hey, wait, oh, is it just in general people <laughs> just trading out Primo for Primo, yeah. and that's the kind of season we're getting into now because you've had a few weeks. It's been three rounds, and it's like oh yeah, this person so Stewart killing it. So Doherty, piss off, you're out. And then it's even we're talking about. I'm like hey Bontepelli, bugger off. I need Clary in my side as a captain option. And it's definitely a little bit of that silly season where you kind of go, okay, we've got trades. This person sucks. That's point chasing. Yeah, yeah. point yeah. chasing. The only one I can see, though, so Stuart, you wait, they play Hawks this week, so he might get tagged, especially after dominating. Swans, Swans in two weeks as well. Yeah, so especially yep. after dominating this week, I think he gets some attention. Um, I think it's a... I'd be keen to get Clary at any cost, even though I think he might split his CBAs more against weaker opponents to rest him. Um, which was the theory going in, as you know, how I said, top eight sides, they really need to win because they need top four, so Clary will be like CBA beast. And then you play West Coast, and maybe he'll start off in the CBAs, and if they start winning and dominating like they did Sydney, then maybe they're just going to go, okay, let's just tail you off and give you a bit of a mix to make sure that you don't burn out. Um, But I will probably have him by the end of the week, so I guess we'll ride ride that train. So on a couple of those players, firstly, Stuart, his break-even is 161, so he could get that, but he's not going up on value this week. The following week, even if he scores, say, 100 this week, his break-even will drop to 60. So we're expecting his break-even to be a lot lower. So you get a free week at it. Um, And I know people will be like, oh, you've been playing the Hawks, and could go really well. And, you know, points on field are important. But I wouldn't be going premium to premium in that situation. Doherty still had a great game. had 39 touches. Yep. Like, that's absolutely dominating a game of that. AFL. His role's but still there. Like. The problem was, the, was, and not just even a wet field, it was like a cow paddock. Uh, and if you look outside of Kelly and maybe Buckley and Saad, nearly every player in that game, their DT to super coach was horrific. Like, you look at Cogs, and he's had 28 or 29 touches for 58 super coach. Like, that, that game was not... If you're a normal ball-winning person who, you know, likes to kick the ball long down the ground, 
awful day for you. So yeah, I'd be looking at going... At 55%. Yeah, d- to me, that's Doherty going targets. 120, 130. We just didn't get that score, but I wouldn't be going and trading him out. Um, and the other thing watching Stuart today, so I want that first half, and I've tweeted a bit about it today, it was one of the worst games of footy. Like That was 17th versus 18th. And the Suns really dominated Geelong. They're just, um, their transition um, to forward was great. They just didn't connect with a couple of their forwards and then some of the like marks that King was dropping. Uh, and that just let Stuart more into the game. Um, and even some of that, as I said, the, the lack of transition Stuart was coming through. But he still didn't look 100%. Like he had that much strapping on both legs, um, a couple of times sort of hobbling at the back. It was just that they continued to let him just float in and do whatever he wanted. So, yeah, we were all looking going, oh, yeah, well, you know, there's 160-odd. But, yeah, I wouldn't be moving on too quickly because – if he's, there's no guarantee that he you know, pulls up. Uh, there was still talk that he could be a late pullout. So, um, yeah. Well, yeah. we have um, uh, on the same vein. S Kick has asked if uh, if we should be trading uh, Doherty to LDU, and the, I suppose the, the the unique proposition of that is because of LDU's laid out. Do we know what that was? Was it calf tightness? Calf tightness. So then apparently he it? had um, like a, maybe copped a bit of a knock. Was a bit tight in the calf from the last game. Oh yeah. And they thought he'd get up. He was doing the warm up, and he just felt a little bit tight. And they just didn't want to risk him, so they pulled him Fair out enough. late. Which is so, no guarantees that that like he comes definitely straight back in no, this week. But, but you I mean, think so? The but benefit of, we've got another week to yeah. before his price rises again. Yeah, so I think he would because if you wouldn't be named and then get to the game and think like, hey, I'll be fine. And physios, especially with physios at footy clubs, mm. you're yeah. getting rubbed down like every other day. Mm. And the best treatment to actually get up and going. So if it was just tightness. Yep. It would have been a point where it's like, okay, I should be right. You start doing all your warm-ups and your pre-game and then go, actually, it's, I still feel a little bit tight. Mm-hmm. And then they just go, well, obviously, we're not risking that and bye. Yep. Like, that's it. So I think with a whole another week of rehab, I think he'll be fine. Yeah. And but Binger Carroll just said um, as well, Neil to Oliver, which is on the same thread. I think Oliver's definitely, with their run coming, I'd be keen. And I'd do that. More importantly, because, like, Laird hasn't been a great captain option. Bontempelli hasn't been a great captain option. English has been. But then what if he doesn't perform? So it's we're we're getting these 110 average, as in at the moment captain options. Whereas Clara, I think you can easily at least lock down, knowing he'll go 110 to one sort of 30 a lot of the time. And I would like some security because knowing that you have Laird or or Doherty as a VC or no not Doherty or um you had that round one um like Bontempelli VC or one of these other options, it's. I would probably sleep easier knowing that I could go say Laird into Clary or English into Clary rather than trying to run the dice on someone else. Yeah. And I know people that were like, oh, Saints 150th or whatever it is, and running Marshall in. Like, it's there's, it's just, yeah, it's tough so out there. Another one that's uh, an interesting one for this week, uh, Oscar says, is it still worth jumping on Chandler? Uh, no, I think um, Friends had their 20-year run. And <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, no, I, I understand because it you know, probably sells a low break even. And the same thing can go for Minus like Davey. 42, yeah. yeah. And Davey and Long as well. It looked like they've, they've gone up, what, 40K, but they're still primed to make possibly another 100. But well, if you, if, I mean, if you, if your team is... What, 206K now? He went up 80K, which is Oh, awesome. wow. No, don't go huge. 206K, would you? But, yeah, with, that, with still that low break even. Now, the thing is, the role's still not there. Like I, I'm he so was forward surprised. a lot. He, he kicked two goals, three had, I think in the end. Oh, three in the end. Okay. I think he only had like ten touches for the game. Yeah, not yeah, many. It wasn't many, nine or ten. Yeah, but I think because he did hit the scoreboard, he will still play. Oh, and then playing and West the Coast and a few of these softer sides, I think he still could make money. But the risk was already bringing him in, so I wouldn't bring him in after he's gone up eighty k because so that just becomes worse. He still potentially could be the sub next week, which is which is crazy. But my my thing is he's played well enough that. 
he's almost undroppable right now. Yeah. He's playing that role absolutely perfectly. So, yes, like if he had played badly this week, I think he's out next week. So, we, we kind of get... And I was bringing him in anyway because, like, just cash gen. Like, whatever. Like, I don't care. He's probably going to make 60K. Regardless of what he scores, let's just go with it. Now that he's made 80 with another low break... break 80K with a low break even and played well, I see him at least getting another week. Now, is it worth bringing someone in at 200K for one week of cash gen? Probably not. Probably not. No. And that's the thing. Like, if, he... As you said, nine touches. Game. That's all it, it is. As you said, nine touches. But it's also when he kicked those goals. Like the Swans were coming, they got back within a yep. goal, and then he kicks that goal to kick and, start yeah, them back on the way. Goal so as well, yeah, yeah, so that that's important times as we know. They you know when the games are closer, well, especially if you're hitting the scoreboard, you're getting more value for your points. Yep. So that's exactly what happened with Chandler there. The only exception to the rule, if you didn't get Sheasel, I'd pay three hundred yeah. for Sheasel. Hundred <laughs> percent. Well, isn't he still projected? He's the best premium. Yeah, but he's still projected to go another 100,000 over two weeks. Yeah. Like, it's he, he's probably the exception. I've heard a few people talking about the Amati party. Um, I would stay clear of that one. Yeah. Um, but I think the other option is people are trying to look at, okay, well, who are the cheap options to bring in? And there's not really many. Um, I mean, Caminiti's gone up, what, 50,000? Yep. There's no one except for Phillips, who only got a gig because he had LDU yep. out, but more importantly, Simkin. So if both of them are back in... You got Wardlaw getting twenty four touches in the in the how seconds. How long is it? Yeah. Like if he does get a gig, how long until they go? Okay, well Phillips, they were trying to get in the midfield anyway. Whereas Wardlaw's a contested beast apparently for a junior. So it's like okay, well, how long does he get that run for? The other one is Community. Um, so Community obviously yeah. would have gone up a little bit, but he's still probably what one forty one fifty three. So he's still an available option and had another good score back to back. Well, and, and I suppose with Saints, it's like. Uh, if they keep winning, gonna, yeah. we're gonna, gonna go, like surely not. Mm. We're, uh, surely yeah. we're not talking about Saints top of the table surely after twelve not. rounds. Hundred percent, that won't happen. <laughs> the um, well done to those who jumped on Jack Buckley and the Giants too. Yeah, that was such score. an expensive price, but yeah, to get got the ninety nine and the seventy k, and he, he's got a massive break even still. So yeah, um, that's really good. The um, the one that we're interested to actually watch, unfortunately, it's not this week, but there's two. There's Van Royen and then there's Tyler Brockman. Yep. So they've only played the first game. So unfortunately, there's not really options this week. We don't want to go I early. I don't think you should be looking at unless you absolutely have to. So, for example, um, like I said earlier, if you've got Cameron and you need to get off him, there really isn't anyone below him. Mm-hmm. And that was always the risk going down to someone like Cameron because mm. I guess no one saw him getting an injury. He's been pretty... No, not not uh, immune to injury, but he's, he's been pretty good yeah. at, out there. So, um, yeah, that sucks. The that curse of the Ruckman. First, first, first week in. It is what it is, I guess. Um, we have we do have some more questions uh, before, here, guys. Just before you get on that question, because, yeah, we are just talking about um, a couple of those guys that we were looking at this week that we were talking about mid-prices. Crozier crossed him off the re- um, list. Richards yep. came back and ruined his role. And Absolutely. I watched the two this morning... Um, uh, Tanner Bruin and um, Bose. So, yeah, so, so I'll talk Bruin first. Oh my god! Like if <laughs> I feel for people who you know went high for him in draft and and you know started him because dead set that guy. And like Gary Rowan in twenty minutes of footy looked so much better than him. It was just, just 
he gets dropped this week, and, and it's hard to it's hard for him to be dropped because I watched the Geelong VFL team get smashed by 107 points. Like they had nothing good going for them today. Yeah. Um, and then the other phone, Bose. So Bose was playing like defensive midfielder, so he had eight or nine tackles. Yep. Um, but Just unlike didn't get enough of the pill, yeah, though. but unlike say when we talk about Setterfield playing defensive midfielder and you still get the pill, he was just trying to play lockdown. Yep. So he doesn't run off and spread. No. Yeah, so yeah. Isaac asked him. Uh, I think, Chris, you also said, I think, failed the eye test for some people. And, like, yeah. he, he, he could be a good option, but even then, I think he started uh, coming off the bench. You look at their team, and they actually, you know, pretty well stacked anyway hate, on some of it. I hate the role of, of the, those. The role was not there yeah. at all. So you, you sort of go, okay, what's the best role in Supercoach? Yeah. And it, it has to be... Um, Dacos, Sheasel, half-back flank. Is, is easiestly mm. the best. Like, if he got that, the halfback flanker who's running through into the midfield, that's what yep. I want to see with Jack Bowes. The fact that he's playing lockdown, and then when he's not playing lockdown, he's playing deep forward. Not, yep. not interested. And then he gets thrown around to other roles. He's sort of a Mr. Fix-It in that sense that as well. That was the one advantage going to the footy today, because usually you go and see your own team, so you're invested in the game and that, you're not watching super coach players. And when you're watching on TV, they follow the match. They don't follow what's happening off the mm. ball. So it was actually great sitting there on ground level and just watching particular players that I wanted to watch. Yeah. Um, that. And still, I enjoyed some of the game, not the first <laughs> half, the second half maybe, but oh, uh, because not. it was such an average game anyway, it was just I was just more intensely watching these particular players that I needed to watch. And yeah, it fell the eye test on every level. Do you hear that, Fox Footy? You can actually get stuff... You know, context about what's happening off the camera instead of you just regurgitating what you see back to people as they see it. That would be nice if you actually yeah. go to games and commentate from the game. That'd be nice. Well, that, but when they even do have oh. people at the game, like you'd have someone like Kelly Underwood and then doesn't even get the scores right and a whole lot of other shit. Oh, I'll be like, oh, that breaks the run of six out of seven. <laughs> I was like, well, then it's not a run if it has been already broken. Um, and I think actually someone, this is a shout out to Quickly Twitter where. Someone was like, oh, hey, like Fox Footy, um, there's some speech spare up in the, obviously, the, the grandstand where they normally would commentate from or whatever. There's some seats available because Fox Footy's not using them. Like, so, <coughs> ha, ha, because they're not flying out for the game. They're actually doing it from Melbourne. And then someone's like, oh, yeah, if there's tickets available, I'm keen. And then we're like, oh, it's a joke, mate. Like, they're not going to there. <laughs> He's like, yeah, so if there's seats free. And we're like, oh, dude, you just, I tried to let you know nicely and you still followed it up with, are, are, are there tickets? Yeah. No. Yeah. So the, the only two... <laughs> really that are on the bubble that um, I know others would maybe considering. So one was Samson Ryan. So that's a no for no, me. Subbed out. And that, so, yeah, that was – it just didn't work. The conditions didn't work for him. Two first uh, names. I should have listened. Darcy right. Cameron. I should exactly, have listened. Exactly. We know, know those rules. Um, and then it's Harry Rawson. Rawson from um, – Rawson. Yep. from GWS. Oh, Chris just got a name right. Yes. <laughs> you fucked up. No, <laughs> no, it's Rawson, isn't it? Rawson? Rawson, yeah. It's Rawson. Rawson, yeah. okay. Um, to, I'll say it again if you really want. No, there you go. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he's been fairly solid in rolls scoring. Good, 48, though. 55, rolls good. Um, 60% CBA oh. his last two weeks. The problem is, so, um, GWS don't really need him. Um, he, he, who he came in for? Who was out well, this the, week? No, but wasn't most people back this week? I'm trying to think there's still somebody out. Did Perryman play? Yeah, that's it. Perryman. Yeah. Yeah, so he was out. He's out with a hamstring. So yeah, hamstring. That's yep. generally what three weeks. Mm. So depending on, it's a twenty-one day turnaround. So depending on when that falls in. So John O'Carroll says. Uh, Carol says um, 
Benga says the Pies will lose to the Saints in the Magic Round. Um, <laughs> okay. But anything could happen that weekend because it's all true. in Adelaide. So That's true. Uh, that round is going to be such a tipping nightmare. Well, this I week mean, was a tipping nightmare. But, yeah, who knows what happens. Because you've got – especially where the games were at grounds that they've never played footy at before. Like Mount Barker, what the hell is going to happen at that game? I think it's no. the Brisbane game. Like anything could happen there. It, yeah. could be, it could be 200 to 100. Like we have no idea because we've got no data on this ground. So one thing that we need to probably discuss is, okay, so what do the Pies do with no Cameron? And I think that does impact a lot of it things, does. especially mm. Supercoach related. But um, So I've had a big think about this, and I think Frampton's the the likely scenario, and they've got options behind the ball. But they Frampton's, do? Yeah. So who's, who's going behind the ball then? I think it could be a bit of a tag team per, scenario. To personally, I think it's probably going to be my check that goes behind, and they play Reef McInnes up forward, um, who's been the sub twice out of the three games, and he's played that role and was subbed on for Brody Majacek uh, last week. Um, however, they've also got Will Kelly, who's obviously been um, training up at fullback, and they also have uh, Tom Wilson that can also play that role. So they have guys that can come in to Frampton's role um, to free him up to play ruck. The only other option that they have really is going to be... McStay. McStay in the ruck, which I don't That's like. That's the option they went straight to on, yeah, but on Friday night. I think with time and preparation, that changes. Mm. The, yeah, thrown into it. McStay is probably the only one that was even training in the ruck yep. that week. Yeah. Well, um, it changes the back line too, the dynamic yeah. too quickly the other, on the game day. Tom Lynch. Yeah. Who yeah. else are you going to like? Yeah. They were killing that matchup. Yeah. Why yeah, exactly. would they he change was, that? Yeah. Like, he was absolutely dominating Tom Lynch, so, which is good because Tom Lynch is a massive flog. Mm. Yeah. Um, but so, what they, <laughs> they, I don't think they lose as much. They, they lose far too much with McStay going into the ruck compared to what they would lose from Frampton going out of defence. I think the defence can hold up a little bit better and then he's at least a serviceable ruckman that they can throw in there. Now, there could be... They probably have your option A, option B, option C, but I'm pretty confident that that's the kind of setup that they'll go with. I don't think they'll go with Steen, who's the um, SPP selection that they got in, who's the, the rookie Yeah, very ruck. young too, yeah. Very young, very raw. Um, I'm not sure that's the option that they go with. Don't get me wrong, he could be. He could just throw him into the lion's den. Um, but they've got, obviously, Big O this week. Um, so, I mean, one thing that might save that is, you know, who do they want their matchups on? I suppose you can play anyone on Hipwood. doesn't really matter. No. You're probably playing more on Danaher. And then Gunston probably can attract any of the... Probably a, uh, a Maynard type or something similar. Yeah, like yeah. They don't need someone super tall. So to any, I could play John Noble on, on Hipwood and still win that mate, contest. Mate, so. I, we, any of us could play on Danaher this week. <laughs> he kicks seven, eight behinds and Dacos gets more kick-ins. Like, it wins That's, for everybody. Play, play well, Dacos on him. <laughs> leave him one out in the goal square. Dacos just runs and gets the ball forward. Twofold. Uh, I think it'll be a, a combination between the two where, you know, say... McStay um, might play ruck, but then he'll go forward and rest, and then it'll kind of be a yeah. bit of a tag team where one of them will probably get more of the share. But what better way to go and have your chop out of, say, 40 to 60%, whichever way it goes for either of them. Yep. And then, okay, so you're resting, but you're now in defense, or you're resting, you go forward, and then use that sort of bench line. If Steen, is it Steen, was, yes. to, was to come in, I think it would be more of a case of he would play, and they would just say, hey, we just need you to give us, like, you know, a half or three or three quarters and just yeah, try yeah. and hit the ball anywhere. Yeah. And we'll just everyone will just go and try and read the drop of the ball well, and then go from there. The only problem with that is like I would I wouldn't mind, but but Oscar McInerney is actually a half decent ruck and he can really punish you. And I don't that's that's literally throwing him to the lion's den. Like I I just don't He's going to get ragged all around. Good one, Chris. Lions. Thank you very much. I, I, I've practiced this um, one earlier, so I'm not. I, I that's why I don't like it. Like if it was like Laddams or fucking 
any like yeah shit ruckman like Draper or something like that. I wouldn't care, even though Draper Draper obviously yeah could rag Draper him. just negates scores. Um, and I did say earlier this week as well that um, Dacos is going big. Because when you put together, you know, um, Danaher and Hipwood kicking 12 behinds <laughs> and four out in the full, then he'll probably get uh, many a possessions. And, um, and yeah, so and their forward pressure has been horrible. Mm. So the ball, once it hits the ground, it's, it's just literally leaving the uh, back line there. So, um, yeah, going to be interesting there. So there are a few outs, and that's the big issue at, the, at this point because there's no one really to downgrade to because a lot of the people have been playing. Outside of Will Phillips, who we already said maybe is or is not a good option, um, but people have Callahan, they have Gotar, they have all of these underperforming people where it might be a case of you just might have to suck it up and hope that they actually spike a good score to restart their generation, Yep, um, their cash generation. Now, shout out to Global, who's just made a donation. So thanks, thanks, Global. Um, two ninety nine there, buddy, and he said he'll double it if Swizz doesn't say and that for ten minutes. <laughs> Pressure's on. Is Global the one in our chat that said he's Global? <laughs> yeah, I'm just not going to talk at all. <laughs> That's brilliant. Thank global two ninety nine. My God, he's not a he's not a Happy Meal, my man. <laughs> um, now, but before we move on, um, so I oh, said so before we move on, but as we move on, um. Cat Attack 27 has just said, how severe is Will Setterfield's yeah. injury? And I, I was of the opinion it was just a dislocated finger. Finger, mm-hmm. yeah. So should... Like, you got 10, ten fingers? Or yeah, f- eight fingers, right. two thumbs? Strap it up. Get it back out there, yeah, buddy. Yeah, just wrap it up. Yep, take, uh, give Clary a call and he'll tell you exactly how to um, Go- work with that. Goats don't even have fingers anyway. They have hooves, don't they? And they... <laughs> yeah, they, was it like from last pod? They called me Knuckles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well done, I love it. Um, all good. So, um, new, newy boy 55 YT said, uh, get, he, he's definitely in to get out of Finn and he wants to get Phillips for that. Now, I just, I'm scared about Phillips as a pick overall because what we've seen is he comes in and he's only an inside mid. And I think that, I think that Clarko has identified that you are only an inside mid and you cannot play anywhere else. And that's fair enough. But he's also identified he's not good enough to be in his starting mid rotations. That's a big red flag. That's giant. That, to me, that means that he'd rather, yeah, he'd rather play him in the twos than give him you know, subpar minutes playing, say, off a half-forward flank that rotates through the midfield because he's just not good enough to be pushing out guys like... Simpkin, obviously, out well, to a wing, which is what they, right. they really yeah. tried. But, um, yeah, that's a huge red flag for Yeah, me. Callahan to, to um, Phillips is kind of like clutching at straws to try and free up 100K. Yeah. And it's probably that 100K that they might need to then go and go, hey, from a that's Darcy true. Cameron to whoever. But Callahan probably would have been on field for a lot of people. So it's like, well, what are you going to do? Try and, like, loophole if you have one or play Baker Instead, and it's, Which is it's not a great idea. No, and you, you could know. play Noah Long. I guess he's pretty good. Oh, mate. <laughs> I'm spewing all this small. My whole philosophy on small forwards, and both of them did well this week. So it's absolutely painful. Yeah, Davy, Davy, yeah. did all right with the 66 as well. Yeah, yeah. Actually, my my bench went really good this week. My on-field rookies, they went terrible. <laughs> um, so Ke- uh, Cam McKenzie, guys, 89, yeah. only, only 27 percent CBAs. So. Yeah, we obviously we went in saying, "Oh, well, if he does, if his role's not there, he's not going to be able to score." I actually think that he could have scored hey, more as well. Shout so. out Benny T up the Sainters. Uh, keep up the good work, fellas. Donated fourteen ninety nine. Hey, jeez, Three happy meals. Um, look at that, and obviously you just got us to read out. Go the Sainters. So oh, no. stay tuned. No, <laughs> who oh, are they doing? Great stuff. Week, Ooh, let's have a Gold look at the Coast fish Suns show. at 
Marvel. Is it at Marvel? Wow, that's a W. They're going to be four and zero. Josh, don't. What happens? Count when, out the Suns. Now, oh, man, nah. Oh, one thing we need to talk about: Charlie Constable. Oh, so absolutely tore it up. Like as we know, he can find the ball. So we know that that's the thing. What do we think about his chance to get back in the team? How do you view <laughs> Ben Long and Darcy McPherson, who kind of were on fire early? Yeah. Um, and then kind of faded into nothing. Like they just. So McPherson was sitting in the back pocket, and a lot of the kickouts were just going to him. Yeah. So Which a lot what, of a yeah. lot of teams are happy to forfeit that short kick into the back pocket because then they can defend the yeah defend one the strong side. side. Yeah. So I was really surprised the Gold Coast Suns actually did that. Yep. And then they changed their philosophy as they went forward into the games. Yeah. They do have a few options down there. So with um, Powell coming back in, uh, they continue to rotate through there. So, yeah, it was interesting to see, you know, McPherson start there. And then as the game went on, he kind of moved more around the ground and then came back. And, yeah, they've, they've got a lot of options to rotate through the bench and rotate up the ground and their half-forward flankers. So uh, it's a hard one because he dominated the VFL so much today. Like, well, so what I saw of it, it, yeah, he was everywhere. But he can't necessarily get that role or and he's not going to play that sort of opposition like Geelong had gave no opposition at all yep. for them today so it'll be interesting to see the if they make I've the change Geelong play in a yeah. long time and, and you didn't see them play in the VFL yeah. like I was just they were walking in goals the Suns like dead set we could have walked in goals us three out there yeah. the way the Cats were playing in the VFL I, I was watching and then um, and saying in the chat that I can't wait for this other game to start because I've got to turn this off this was it was horrid football and I was so tired of watching it and you could just see, you could see like a play develop they have no they would get the ball Geelong, and, and I've never seen this from Geelong their players have no idea where to move the ball to when they get it it's, they, it's like they had no options. Yeah, disjointed. The, field. Yeah. the only possibility is Flanders did get injured, so it looked like he did his calf. I'm not, okay. I'm not the best on medical, but that did happen in front of me. He started yeah. and he tried to run through it and no, just couldn't, so they subbed him off. So Flanders goes out. Do they bring in Constable and maybe move McPherson Who's forward, forward, who has before. played it before? Yeah. So that is a, quite a possibility. That role is actually what he used, he, his old role, like yeah. a couple of years ago. That's so. what he was known for. Uh, shout yeah. out as well to Damo from um, Jock Reynolds is here saying, hey, dudes, uh, Andre as well, this will be uploaded to Spotify. Uh, I've got the version here, so I could probably tweak that or export the um, live later and put it up onto the MP3 version. So it will be up on the line as well. Um, I'm seeing a lot of people trying to talk, even premiums. Like Brayshaw obviously didn't have a really good game Oof. today. Um, Zach Merritt as well. well that's something been... we got wrong in the preseason, right? Yeah. He's just, he's a fall. Oh, I think he's I had him sliding a little bit because I had Fremantle sliding as yeah. far as wins. And that was the only reason there. Um, Zach Merritt, I think if you have him or Parrish, I think you kind of just hold on a little bit. Their draw really opens up. Was it around round 10? And they play, I think it's West Coast and yep. North Melbourne twice in the run home. So that's four games out of the last, like, 14 that you know are absolutely that, bunnies. That Fremantle midfield, I've got completely wrong because I was so big on Will Brody. I've got him in oh, m- dropped. many Brody. drafts and gets dropped. Horrible. Horrible. Horrible it, for my draft only, sites. I only took five injuries for Frio to get a win, so that's good. Exactly. <laughs> they were shit. They were. They were shocking. They were, they were the, in real trouble in this match. The only, thing, the only reason that they ended up winning that game was because West Coast just could not spread because they had no legs. Mm. That is the only reason they won. I couldn't believe how bad they played. And, you know, also, I just want a big shout-out 
whoever traded in Cox, you probably deserve that score. So Yeah, and I tried to tell people no as well. That was saying, oh, Cox. I was like, yeah, mate, but, you know, the defenders were scoring really well in a couple of those games. Yeah. I was just like, no. And, and we said he'd have to be a keeper, and if he's averaging that much to make money, then you're going to have to keep him because he's going to be averaging too much to get rid of. Yeah. And um, what, we've, what we did see, though, is that they weren't switching the ball and playing chip-to-chip football today. So that coincided with a W. So maybe they actually learned something from a game. So who knows? Um, I have no faith in Frio or Justin Longmuir, so whatever. Um, now, a, a few people obviously in the chat also saying, yeah, trade out, trade out premiums, trade out premiums. I think a blanket rule is unless there's someone that you absolutely must have and someone who you must get rid of, then fair enough. But these are so trade out Ridley and Marshall for Dane English. That's to me, I think that's not good. That's not a good move. Yeah. Um, that's from Simo. But I mean, so here's here's why Ridley's still probably going to go 90 to 100. Day is up and down and his role's not really cemented, like nailed on. I wouldn't say it could also change. And, and we just don't know with Mitchell what he's doing. Is this going to, is this what he wants to see moving forward? Is he, is he wanting. Will Day as a, as a permanent inside mid, 65% every single week? Or is next week going to change again? Or they might start to win too many games and they go, hang on, we need to back... <laughs> well, hang on, we need to back off a little bit here, guys. We don't want to do too well because that might jeopardise our pick one. Yes. Um, uh, one from J, JP. Uh, did you, if you guys watched the D-Swans, what role did Gordon play today? Um, so, same role that he's been playing. But slightly, was which quarter was it? He played, I saw him off forward gonna, a lot. Yeah, so I'll grab the CBAs now. It wasn't terrible. Um, but so from what I saw, when he was in the midfield, they were getting killed. So it wasn't really conducive to scoring. He had a really great back end, I think, of the second, second quarter. Second quarter, yeah. He went from, I think he was on like 14 or something early on in the second. Didn't do much at all. Yep. And then literally I was like, oh, bloody ghoul. And I was like, lift. Next minute I look over at the score and he's like on 50 going yep. towards half time. I was like, so, boom. So flagged by, so Goulden actually dropped in CBAs to 31. Right. Um, so that, that is a drop. Now... I'm thinking more likely, so we've had the last two weeks, Sydney absolutely ran over the top of the opposition and Goulden was instrumental in doing that, don't get me wrong, but at 50% CBAs. Mills was the one that changed this week. So they're getting beaten. Clary was fucking giving a masterclass. He was bathing them up in the midfield there for a little bit. And then I saw Mills go to Clary. And they give away a 50 or a free kick or whatever as well. I don't know if that was a hard tag, but it was definitely... Mills is possibly the best two-way mid in the comp, like, yep. you know, if you really want him to be. So he, it was a roll. It was a run with roll. So whether that's a continuation and we see that moving forward that Goulden drops and Mills gets more, I'm not sure. I don't think so, I think. But in, in games where they need to lock someone down, I yep. think... So what you're saying is he, Goulden could be more of your flat-track bully... Whereas if you're going up, say, like a Paddy Cripps, and then Goulden's the first one to make way, and then Mills gets more of that actual Pretty much, yeah. better... Well, that's what I saw today. I mean, I, yeah. it, it's not necessarily a trend. No, it's, it's an I assumption, see. yeah, yes. but it's, yep. in, it's something to, that we could definitely watch yeah, absolutely. Uh, yep. in the future. So, look, I, th- I still think he's still doing well 85. Yeah. Dude, uh, he put on great tackle pressure. Uh, he gets burnt a lot, hey. Like, uh, like, there's options when I'm like, why are you not passing to the best kick on your team? <laughs> I, don't, I just don't get it. Paul Mitchumus Prime had the C on Cogs. Uh-huh. He would have been, I hope your TV was smashed by the end of that game. Uh, Josh Kelly as well has been mentioned a couple of times. Chris, you're the specialist of uh, Josh Kelly. Yeah, brilliant. I've been wanting to get on him. And if I had the money right now, and if I had a premium at the price, I'd be sideways into like He looks freaking awesome. So The hard thing is, if you don't have Clary, you're looking at him. 
and then there's LDU as well. So you've got LDU, Jelly, and Oliver. That the difference is with uh, Oliver, of course, is still 700k. Yeah, you're two trading to get to him in most situations. If you have to use two trades to just upgrade a premium, it's a really hard yeah. pill to swallow. And um, I do want him mainly because of the captaincy option that he does provide. But at the same time, you can't have them all. And you know, if you know, like a Bontempelli, a McRae, or a, a Neil, you still have to throw like a hundred thousand on them, basically. Maybe not quite 100, but you still have to throw cash. And if you have that cash and you're not using it to go from, say, Darcy Cameron to English or something yep. like that, then, yeah, if you don't have that problem and you have the money already there, then I think that would be a wise decision yep. to go from a Merit or someone else that's maybe not quite performing or a Brayshaw if you've got the money to get there in one. I think, you know, Oliver with their soft run coming is a good option, especially the, yeah, as we said, captain options, the twice points, double the points is, can be um, very valuable, I think. Yeah. I um, want him. I want him. <laughs> I'll burn my team to make it happen. That's how I feel about footy this week. Fair enough. Um, yeah, look, um, and so someone like, say, a Brayshaw, for example, would you be interested in Brayshaw to Kelly or Brayshaw to LDU or something of that description? Would you do it? <sighs> yeah, I don't like Brayshaw at the moment. In current form, yeah. Yeah. And I, you know I you know he's a quality player, absolute, but yeah. it's he was already fringe top 10. Yep. So I'd only kind of like to go from him to maybe someone as a better prospect of being a top 10 mid. Uh, LDU, I think, based on form, yes. Okay, but then he's already got the calf ones here. Oh, Mikey with the... Look at that. Popped straight up. Mikey with the 10. Oh, thanks, mate. What's to go with Buckley? Haven't seen him play. Gota stinking up in my back line. So that's another issue. Go, uh, Gota, uh, Callahan, we've spoken about as well. Trying to get them up and anywhere. Um Yes, yeah, so I guess with the scenarios there, I mean Jones didn't really go up in price. He went from what two twenty something to yeah, two thirty five, obviously. Because yeah. he had that one, so he's still actually a pretty good option. I think Goda, you could almost sideways to Jones. I think it's probably your best bet as far as price point. Yeah. Um, there's not much else down, and we said there's not many rookies as far as going down. And um, even uh, actually, he, he, the random one, the the best, no, the worst hair in football right now. SPS. What oh did you think? my gosh! Awful. The pineapple. Awful. The pineapple. That's it's, what we're dubbing it. <laughs> we, we, we were chatting about that. And I was like, "Do you reckon he walked into his barber and showed him a picture of a pineapple?" He's like, "Yeah." We said, "What are you doing today, mate?" Oh, this. This is what I want. Pineapple. It's, uh, <laughs> it's but the terrible. reason I raise him because he's a two eighty one forward who's gone seventy two and one sixteen, and now West Coast have got injuries galore in there. Yeah. Uh, is that a possible a weird price point that you could look at as a forward option? Yeah. Well, I mean. West Coast are obviously now back into tank mode. They've, they've lost. They will have lost Luke Shuey from this game. They will have lost Mitch McGovern. Uh, sorry, Mitch McGovern. Uh, Jeremy McGovern. He'll be out for a few weeks. I think they both did hamstrings. Um, next week they'll they'll lose Witherden, who looked like he actually was trying to be in a contest for the first time in his life and got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, yeah. So he's gone for next week. Probably thought he was in Brisbane. <laughs> yeah. Um, who else? We, uh, so Ryan, we'll have to see how he pulls up. Uh, he did come back on, obviously. He had a couple of good moments, but he hurt himself in that um, massive specky that he was trying to take. Uh, and who else? They had another one. Oh, so there's an ankle injury to uh, Jamie Cripps as well. So their whole senior list is... Shannon Hearn's the only one. Yeah. He's like last man so standing in the back Makes line. you wonder then who's going to come through because, I mean, you might look at... Um, like Jinby might go play defence a little bit more because he's quite tall. So then do they get a Hewitt coming well, in to got, play more of that midfield? Uh, Yo, Yo that coming should back? come back. Um, however, there was a presser, obviously, from... Uh, Oh, who's their coach? Gosh. Sim- Simpson? Simpson, yeah. Simpson. Simpson. Yeah. Simpson. So he actually said uh, on his presser, um, look, we've got him there. 
but we don't want to rush him back because he's got a history of calf injuries and, you know, we just want to give him as much time as we can because we don't want him to be back out again with another calf, which will probably happen. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it would be, be nice to be able to throw Yo in there this week because they're probably going to need him. Oh, yeah, um, and he's one to watch as well. Yeah. Um, not that I'd recommend bringing in a $330,000 player or whatever it is that uh, had an injury as well. And global, mate, I don't think I heard Swiss say and that for 10 minutes, mate, so jump on. Um, and <laughs> how good is this? So? No, we, don't, we don't often do lives. I think you've done one. This is our first one together, let yeah, alone, yeah. I think, second first, overall. I think our, our first podcast in a room, all three of us, right? It is. No, 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 I came up last year and we did the Yeah, I think one. you just did it with Ben. Then, no, no, you? yeah, I did with Ben, yeah, because you yeah. racked off. Yeah. yeah, Chris wasn't that inspired That's last right. year. Was that the year before? Pre-season last year, and then you we, jumped in. We yeah. had to. We did something together, no, and then yeah, you jumped in. Because I came up for the footy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sloppy seconds over here. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, the first time we were here together. And also, thank you very much to those actually doing the live donations. This is a nice event on a, on a Sunday night. Sunday yeah, night. I think we getting in every early. Week. We should. We should. <laughs> just fly up just, every week. Yeah, I, actually, I think, I think my wife's actually watching this. So, honey, can I come up a bit more and do this with the boys? We just need that. a few hundred yeah. dollars more donations. That's right. yeah, that's uh, right. Actually, no, she's in the chat. Honey, you can come up a bit more if you go down a bit more. <laughs> uh, so oh, shout out to... Oh, shout out to Brian. That was quick. Shout out to Brian. That was well done. Yes. Oh, um, wow. A quick pro quo. Quick um, pro quo Very powers. interesting. Now, he, I've seen a couple of people in the chat as well saying, like, oh, should I get rid of... L- um, no, not LDU, bloody... Um, um, Horn Francis, or should I get rid of Warple... And these questions, and we've seen it already where I think Horn Francis has already traded out heaps the week just gone, and people would have, I assume, brought in Warple just the week gone. So if you've just brought that person in or you just brought in a Callahan that people had, then I almost feel like you need to give them a little bit longer than other people. Yeah. Whereas I started mm. Callahan, so in my mind, if there was someone there, then I'd have no issues culling them because it would be a correction. Yeah. Whereas if you've actually gone and burnt a trade to bring them in, then you actually need to give them an opportunity to maybe spike a few good scores. Yeah. Now, with Horn Francis particularly, they have a really soft run coming up. So it's not quite yet. They have a couple more fairly hard ones maybe. But then they play some really soft opponents. They probably play quite a lot of games at home as well with the run there. And so if he does, the, the magic yeah, round and as well. They already know that if they were getting beaten up a little bit or he wasn't getting in the game forward, then they put him in the CBAs and he was tackling, he was getting down and dirty. He pretty much did everything except for chase opponents once they got two metres past him. So, <laughs> but otherwise, he, he could downhill ski and still spike another few scores yep. where you know, he had that one good score, which would be out of his cycle in the next week or so. But if he could spike another 150 or 140 because of the style of play I and think make that, you some more cash. I think with JHF, that's absolutely true. He's going to have spike games all over the shop because of the way he plays. Yep. And he's also going to have shit scores like he did last week. Yep. Now, what do I see him average? Exactly what he scored this week, which is an 85, is pretty much where I see him. So, um, you know, he's going to make a bit of cash. It's going to be a ride that's going to go yep. up and down and up and down and up It'll and depend down. on the lows as to the average. I think exactly. he could go like 90, but it depends on how low it is and how consistent yep. he can so piece together. Warple, I'm, I'm really worried about Warple. I, I, I did, like, after looking last week, I was like, hmm. Yeah, he, you, he played you, less, you, but he still scored really well. You spoke him up. He's cleaned up. He's not trying to bite off the hard options. That's true, but remember, Roll is king. And I didn't expect back-to-back weeks of 55% CBAs. Yeah. I don't, I, I'm not paying for. He was grand. the big dog. Yeah, and he, now, was. he was the number one midfielder, and now he's not. It's Connor Nash and Will Day have taken that, those CBAs, and that's a huge red flag for Warpool. So I, I do understand those guys that got on him, and you only really have one more week to make that decision because his 90s will drop out of his cycle after this week. So, yeah, he would have you know, still made your cash this week. I'm not sure how much Warple went up. I'm assuming, say, probably 35, 40K or something like that. 
Um, but yeah, he's, 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 if he has one more price rise, you really got to think about, okay, is the role there and do you need to get off him? And maybe it's down to a rookie. And yep. we'll have you know, quite a few on the bubble next week. So yeah. um, we've got to watch that. And even I think Callahan, I think he just watched another week. Because mm. he did get 100 the first week. Yep. And he can score really well because you know, he can be an elite user and link up, etc. But you, know, you just kind of need a, a game or two in a short succession where they actually use his side a little bit more and he links up and scores a little bit more as yep. well. So I think GWS do have a couple of easier games kind of on the run coming up very, fairly soon. And, um, yeah, I, I, think he, I just think with the way he has scored, it, he can go on these runs where he just goes in 25-point quarter. You know, so I think this one, the, the scores really suck. And if you have a loophole option, I probably don't mind keeping him a little bit more until a better option comes along that you can actually downgrade to. Yep. And that's probably going to be the main kicker for me because I could just put an emergency on him or run a Baker or run a Chandler as an emergency and see which of those fires. And then I can just try and loophole in. And then I'll push a forward, one of my forwards up into the midfield and I'll say, Callahan, get off the field. Or Baker goes well, then Callahan, get off the field. And I think looking for any opportunity so he doesn't play, but then if he plays an early game, which would be beneficial, throw the emergency on him and you know, maybe he spikes a good score or two and then bugger him off at... I'd hope that even if he gets like 350 or 3, I'd be happy to take 100 if I can and yep. just bugger him off. Um, so the Dreamer said in the chat, uh, he's thinking of going Chester to... Uh, uh, McElhaney, who's the Adelaide uh, intercepting defender. I think any anything with Chester out's probably good. We, me and me and Swiss watched that game. To, we were having a laugh, mate. There's a couple of times he actually got the ball, but he just didn't get rid of it, so he got no stat. He'd pick the ball up and get immediately tackled, or he'd pick the ball up and um, it'd spill out of his hands or whatever. Then he went to the bench, had a rub down because he must have been so sore from all the work he was doing. Um, yeah, he's not an option for a super coach at the moment. I, like they are, they're burning. The, like he'll he'll still play because they have no one else. But like the only reason he played a full game had to have been because he was if they didn't have a sub and they had no one else to to get him. Yeah, but and what did he score off a full game? I think forty two. Oh, yeah. look at that! He break, beat his break even at twenty five. Um, so if you can sideways him to say Michelinie, is it worth it for cash gen? Potentially, what's Michelinie though? Like he would have gone up because he's yeah. played his third this week, didn't he? So that's the issue. Even like Constable, everyone else is going up. So is it worth paying money to get someone? The, especially when so mm. you got Tyler Young there. He's obviously you know he's had the fifty two in his system. No, no, because no, Tarrant's going to be coming back soon. Yeah, so you can't go. Obviously, you wouldn't go in this week, right? Shout out to the missus. Uh, saw the live stream and messaged me saying, "I have no idea what you're talking about, but you're doing well." <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Well done. Is that my miso or your miso? No, my miso. Okay. Yeah. I, think she, I don't know if you heard, but she I heard the echoing. Of, <laughs> she heard the echoing of going down. I think, and then um, yeah. my, mine just messages like, "Oh, good. I've got to put up with Ben shit jokes, do we?" <laughs> in super, person, Bri, like, in person. She's like good old super coach outsider. Bri's humour is one of, is by far her best trait. Um, she's absolutely a fantastic person. So. Uh, pretty funny too. Not to mention anyone the bag squeeze is good by me. <laughs> <laughs> now I do, do want to touch on this. So uh, uh, someone's asked uh, why wouldn't Aiden Beg come in? And yeah, he's injured unfortunately. Mm. So that is the reason why Aiden Beg is not an option. I think he's out for another month, which puts him in the same time frame as Cox. All Collingwood's um, rucks. I think there's four of them, like four to six weeks. Yeah, which is really annoying because in a couple of draft leagues, I picked up Cameron and Cox to handcuff them. Nice. Uh, and yep. now they're both injured. 
So I have no you, idea you would what love I'm doing picking up cocks with your hands. I get it. That makes sense. Uh, so here's the thing. <laughs> you, after you with the big cock in front boys, of you. Boys, okay, okay. Keep your mind out of the gutter, right? After my one comment I've got here, um, so mashed potatoes like, wow, Benny. And then uh, the Ultimate Fitness Adventure Camp's like, oh, no, that's something else. Someone else. Uh, so Angus Watto is like, no, Ben, uh, that's rogue, mate. <laughs> so, um, yeah, sorry about that, everyone. And, you know, clean it up, boys. This is yeah. a family segment. Well, no, it's not. It's 10 o'clock It's at like night. 11 o'clock at night yeah, somewhere. No, there's no, no, no more daylights, mate. It's happy. I can't wait to actually watch footy at 7.20 o'clock and actually get all my family stuff done before the bounce, which would be amazing. Um, Warple following Cunnington. Oh, wow, that is an issue. Um, definitely an issue there. If any of, anyone's watching live and they're, um, they're in the Queensland area and want to give me a lift back to Brisbane so I can stay on longer, that would be great. <laughs> oh, yeah, That's you only got an hour, don't you? Um, the other one is, well, people talking about Mason Wood. Now, Swizz was big oh, on him yeah. last week. He was texting everyone on the chat. No, actually, even last night, he's there telling me live on how good he was talking about Mason Wood and no one listened to me, you all laughed at me. Oh, he, got um, a 50, he, got a, he got a 54 in the first minute of the game to get a goal. And his score just skyrocketed right off the bat. Yep. I was like, what is happening uh, here? It's like, he's banged up though, so I wouldn't be bringing him in. Um, we already spoke about, like, yes, he has done well and he probably is getting some Brownlow votes and doing well, super coach. But, yeah, I think an issue with his shoulder, he's playing sore. The coach has said he's playing sore, so I wouldn't be banking on him to continue the bash and crash sort of style. But I am happy that he is doing well. Um, and just, just for reference, I don't think we actually answered Mike, but uh, Buckley's role seems to be actually pretty good um, in that back line. Whether the, the role holds is, is the issue um, and how long it does for. Phil Davis, he's still a thing, right? Or did he retire? I think he's still on the list, isn't he? Is it a case of they just paying him, you know, to smooth out contracts and stuff like that? Could We've be. seen that in the past. They, and I, think the, I think the GWS have done that before. Yeah. Well, a few um, clubs have done that before. Yeah, so, yeah. You keep somebody on just to, you know, here. I'm not sure about his. Yeah, I'm not or sure about his. Sometimes security. they do it because they've put them in a coaching role as well. Yeah. And to soften out the soft cap. Yeah. Uh, here, we'll just pay you part of the playing list. You'd have to think that, unfortunately, like if if there was a switch, and say Cadman came in and they decided to play Himmelberg back, that then Buckley's probably the. Where one are you to saying Buckley's playing? Sorry? Where are you saying he's playing? In defence. Yeah, okay. yeah, key defence, like on Kernel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay. so if they're, if they're moving, say, Kimmelberg back from Cabin coming in, I think Buckley's the one to go. And that's... I'm not sure how likely that is, but if the coaches floated it and Himmelberg's floated it, how far away is Cadman? Do we have an update on that? I don't, I don't think we do. I think he was pretty close last week. I think he played... He was really in the well. mix, yeah. Yeah, in the mix last week. So... Yeah, look, one to watch. Um, I'm not jumping on Buckley. I think he's obviously... No, you had to jump on last yeah, week. he's yeah. gone up he far was, too much. Even uh, at 200, it was a question mark anyway, yeah. let alone now 270. Yeah, Buckley's chance. Yeah. <laughs> um, for Good those one. that just joined this stream, chatting as well, we, I think we hit a peak of about 286... Um, so it's it's been really good. The key theme so far, if you have missed it, go back and check it out later on as well. You can always re-watch the live stream and then yep. also on the audio platform as well. We'll push it out there. We, but can't, the key, we can't go through every question. If it's no, we can't, especially mostly through. through, but key yeah. themes, obviously, it's like English and Clary are pretty much at any cost and that there's no rookies really on the horizon, so don't pick a shit pick just to yeah. free up cash. And if you've got Darcy Cameron, much bigger advantage if you've got him in the forward line like myself. A uh, few people have been asking about what's the best option to go to. Uh, and we said there's not a lot, especially the rucks, obviously, you're going up. 
But if you do have in the forward line and you don't have, say, Zeeble, that's probably the obvious yeah. one. Yep. Um, so you do have a little bit more movement there. Or even get Clary, like you said, go. Go yeah, Swiss, just, get Clary. Yeah, just get Clary. If you've got English, get Clary at any or, cost. But, if but we're like the odd ones out with that. Because of course, Clary forty percent owned. Mm-hmm. Like so, most a lot of people actually have Clary, and it's not the worry. Yeah, which is why we dropped in rank this week. Yeah, that's right. Because everyone's got Clary. Yep. yep. If he goes one twenty yeah. or something, if you're up, in that I position where you had Clary English, yep. you're flying. Yep. Hey, global, he's global. followed through on his two ninety nine. Thank you, global. Well done, mate. See, Swiss and that. Yeah, and that. Oh, uh, we should have done the drinking game. So every time I did tell oh, someone, actually, every time oh, you're the closest. Oh, to oh, the oh okay. After, after yeah, last yeah. night, I'm not drinking. I was going to say after last night, I'm not drinking again. But, jeez, that was a good fun. <laughs> <laughs> but here I am, and I was drinking the footy. So the that lasted a whole twelve hours. Yeah, well, exactly right. Did you see that first half of the Gold Coast Geelong game? <laughs> uh, I actually like thirty seconds left in the half, and the guys like, "You can wait thirty seconds." I'm like, "No, mate, I'm running that bar now. Yep. I've had enough." Um, so yeah, people are definitely looking at Buckley because uh, I've got one guy here saying Doctor Buckley to free up cash and be able to yeah, upgrade oh, elsewhere. So that's a that's a look. That's a move that say I wouldn't do. I think that's too risky for me, and I'm I'm a fairly risky player. Um, but no, I, I probably wouldn't be looking to do something like that, in my opinion. Oh, sweet. Um, outside of that, so oh wow, this, there's there's so lots of questions. The only reason I'd look at Doherty for myself is hey. Oh, actually, let's. Yeah. So the only reason I look at Doc, if I had to bring in Oliver and English together. Like, if I was like, no, I need English, let's go Marshall to English, let's go Darcy Cameron to Oliver, okay, I need the money to do this and there's no one else I can trade, okay, what can I do with Doherty? But I don't want to go as far down as Buckley. Yeah. it's I'd be In saying that, could Buckley make some short-term cash and I could get Doherty in two weeks again and you know, nah. do something there or Stewart or something? I don't know. Nah. But uh, thank you for trying to fill the time while i got drinks, but do not even mention Buckley anymore. Yeah, I don't, I don't like Buckley now. Yep. I like. I didn't mind him last week. I'm more of a yep. crazy and don't go early, yeah. don't go early on a rookie. I did that years ago. I think I went um, coming or whatever it was, and he lasted one week. Yeah, it's um, only, yeah. It's he, only worse. I did it last, which year is really ironic because um, normally coming's good for a while. <laughs> um, not in for a one up. Yeah. So don't do that one. And uh, other ruck choices is it as simple as going English and Grundy? Is anyone considering like a Nank? So I think uh, Global's talking about, you're like, oh, would you go a name curve would you try and go Average somewhere else? 118, I think it is so far. And I said he's the seventh highest so overall so but far. But would you go there? Yeah, but who, you got, no, who, but who have you guys played they're... the first three weeks? Um, I mean, You the, guys, the Blues, the so that's no right. Outside and then of the three pe- premiers. Riley Yeah. Uh, that's no, so it's, it's odd. But uh, I knew he, we were talking about it pre season. Well, I know I was saying he's primed. Like he could be one guy that drops into, you know, comes up to the top five. But he's still that far off, you know, English yep. wits. Yeah, and I mean, obviously we're watching wits today. He looks shot, but it's still getting... Like, they had no other option, so he just... I, I just got to the point where wits was just standing there and being like, well, at least I can just put my hand up and tap. Hmm. Um, that's all I can do. He was not be able, able to spread at all. I'm not sure if he was... Did he cop a knock no, at some he point? Just, or just no, it's tired? funny because he, he, he runs around like he's been shot like Bambi. And it's like, he doesn't, he doesn't look com- completely right, but he still, you know, gets around the ground, gets himself in the right positions. There was a few times there where, he, you know, it's like, oh, this player will get past him and he still lays a tackle. And uh, so I didn't think he played that well and he didn't use his dominance and still got 120. Like yeah. that's how, a f- there was one moment there where they actually, he could, they could have kicked it down his throat. And I said about their disconnection with the forwards. And it would have been an easy goal to wit. So that game could have easily been 140-plus for him. 
yep. which makes me real excited as an owner because it's like, well, if that's his bad games, and as I said, I went to the Essendon game last week with watching him, and I didn't think he played that well either and still got, what, 108. So what's going to happen when he actually plays well? I think you guys forget the fact that rucks do generally start a little bit slower, and we say it every year. They are larger human beings. They... You can train in the preseason, but when you actually get into the game and you have to go stoppage to stoppage to stoppage and CBA and cover that much ground, we say like generally rucks take a little while. Uh, you know, you look at three, four, five weeks to really actually get into that fitness. It's not like a light person, you know, Dacos that just runs and runs and runs. You're looking at big, heavy boys that have to get to contest to contest, especially if you're someone like Wits, who's the, the main ruck, and it's the ball's here, and you're like, oh, and you're like, got to go again, got to go again, and it just takes a bit of time. But that's so, what I'm saying. But he's still averaging 120. Yeah, that's what I mean. And I think there's <laughs> his, if his fitness gets up, then you'll find you'll probably actually improve his performance or the agility outside of that. So, um, What do you think about the performance of Van Ruin? Is it Van Ruin? Van, Van, Van Ruin, right? Van Ruin, something Van like that. Van Ruin? Yeah, well, I didn't watch it because I was at the other game, so... so um, I thought he played really great. However, I'm not sure of how secure his job is right now. I mean, Tom McDonald was obviously the big omission there. I think he's in because he played some second ruck, didn't he? Nope. No, didn't he get some hitouts? I didn't. I'm sure he must have got hit Did he? I'm positive. I oh, no. Yeah, he did, actually. Yeah, a little bit, but it wasn't I'm only going off the stats here, so you Let's watch the game. His, you, um, you tell me the story, mate. I'll tell you, I'll tell you exactly what his ruck split was. Um, but no, he yeah. So he would have had a little bit, but I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, he had three hitouts. Three hitouts. So, well, he must. So he must have played some rock. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That could have been twenty contests. It could have been three. Could have been. Could have I'll been in the back pocket or something. Rather. Um, yeah, shout out been. to uh, Placey as well. He scored. 2,099, which is a little bit more than me, and he dropped 47,000 in rank. Wow. Which is crazy because I only dropped 4,000 in rank with a score less than that. So it just shows how maybe competitive, I guess, that mid-range is. I'm not sure where That's he started, unreal. but that is a huge drop. That is massive. He actually, he actually did have uh, a little bit more than I thought, so 21% uh, yeah. of the ruck contest. So that's probably why they're playing him because um, – I did think McDonald's a bit too small to play that second ruck role, and they're not going to throw you like you like Fritch can't not throwing your Ben Brown in there. Well, so what Melbourne do, and they they do this more than anyone else, is that when the uh, ball is in the forward fifty, the ruckman doesn't go anywhere near it. Uh, so Grundy was sitting outside doing that, the, playing the Max Gorn role, which is obviously sit behind the yeah on, on the. Um, the that's the side of the ball's on, kick behind the play, and just you the spare behind the ball. Um, and so the Geelong use, model of like Hawkins yeah, playing exactly in the right, yeah. and then they they use you know uh, Ben Brown or whoever it might be. So in this game that they used twenty one percent for uh, Van Ruin, uh, Ben Brown had three percent, and Harrison Petty had nine percent. So they do use those guys to to be able to do that. Um, so how much of that was forward line versus around the ground rucking? I'm not sure. I, I wouldn't be able to tell you, yeah. Um, but yeah, who knows? I, I think that Tom McDonald has done that in the past. So whether or not they were just but not maybe because he's coming back from that injury and, and stuff. The that's the other thing. Yeah. You don't want some big ruckman but coming into you. Which is why I'm like, I wouldn't be going early on him. No, you sure. can't go early. Um, but if he comes out and does the same thing next week against a weaker opposition, yeah. well, then they're going to back him in. Oh, well, yeah, they but play... Who West they play? Coast, aren't they? They played Sydney. Um, yeah. 
just now, but yeah, and it's then West Coast. Coast. Yeah, no, they do play West Coast. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's why I like. That's why I like Chandler. Draw. They draw. So I, I thought I, that's why I got Chandler because I said if he does well this week, then he'll still play next week against West Coast, and then those two games he should get a price rise. So, yeah, um, yeah anyone looking at uh, Bose, we've spoken about him sort of previously and how bad his role was. Um, also, someone was also talking about going say, hey Ridley down to Bose. I highly would not recommend doing anything nope. like that at all. If you uh, have too many premiums in a defense line, I would try and look and shift that money elsewhere to a different position rather than going down is pretty much the major Completely agree. part of it. Um, any sort of ideas for captains this week, boys, as far as just structuring up and Ooh, which who you're thinking well, of? Well, it's, it's the easiest one if you have Dacos? these two players. Well, you're potentially there, but it's led into um, Oliver. Like, Laird plays the Saturday game, early game against Frio. Uh, Madden, who we use, um, he's playing on the Sunday. And then you've got Oliver playing West Coast after that. So, for me, that's as simple as that. Like, yeah, you could think Dacos against the Lions. I guess, again, if you've still got LDU, maybe against the Blues. You know, it, de- it depends who your other options in. Who's English has got Richmond on the Saturday afternoon. So, again, yeah, I always think your VC, you've... You can take whatever risk you want on it, but you want somebody who's got a huge floor. Yeah. I mean, not a, a huge floor, ceiling. high yeah, ceiling. Yeah. Side. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't waste it on guys who are your normal, you know, 110s, 120s are consistent. So that's who my backup plan is. So, um, yeah, yeah you could th- you'd throw it on anybody who you think could. And Dacos is that sort of player. He could be. I, I quite like Bontepelli. Bontepelli against Richmond, I think, is a good one as well. He does play really well against yeah. us normally, well, and, and we don't Laird, tag. Laird scored like 148 against Richmond. Exactly. So, I mean, so, that type of midfielder. After last week where he was influential... Yeah, could he put it all together? And he's definitely someone who could pull out a 150, 160. Yeah. But I still, I'm, I'd back Laird for me. Well, if you Laird had Clary, then it would be Laird into Clary. Yeah, but if, yeah, you only have, if you only, if you have, only have one, one them, yeah. yeah. Or you could go Laird into Bond. They actually play right after each other. Yep. There's also that opportunity. So you don't necessarily need to do Yeah, but if you've got Clary, you've got to have Clary as captain. Or, I mean, you know, the GOAT's playing on Tom Green this week, so that's fine. <laughs> well, I think that hurt the goat early on because he's only in the five first quarter. Because yeah. we said that didn't have Who, a matchup. Really, well, there, yeah. who's yeah. he going to? They've yeah. got nobody to play on. Yeah, and it probably upset them a little bit. Didn't yeah, see a, Crouch yeah. was just ha- just had him for speed. We um, are, we only saw the scores because obviously we we're at Chris's engagement. But I had my wife updating me pretty constantly about <laughs> it, and yeah, she was. I was because I kept asking what's going on with Setterfield. Because you weren't there yelling out, kick it to the yeah. Center that's goat. right. That was it. That's it. Am I back next week? Who the Bombers playing? GWS. I think I'm at that game. Yeah, yeah. I'll get there. I'll get into it. Nice. Oh, definitely. He's all. He's one of his old clubs. Kick um, it to the goat. Baz Baz says his cogs to Clary a good move and um I don't think that's great. So you still got to think that yeah, regardless of cogs is good uh, bad score, he's still easily a top six forward. I think by a long way. Um, just had a really poor disposal night uh, in, in terms of if, if efficiency. So I wouldn't be pulling that trigger because you're just basically robbing Peter to pay to Paul and and you just got to find cogs back in your team at some point. So it's probably not worth it for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sidewaysing any premium to another one especially if you need money it's always i think probably not a good idea just let the cash generate a little bit uh and then kind of upgrade from that point as well um, and, um that answers sammy's as well question sorry a- abc legacy says anderson and marshall to clary and grundy so that doesn't seem like a upgrade like marshall and grundy yeah are probably the same price right yeah same price yeah okay grundy for the next four weeks has a better you know Scoring potential, yeah. But we've seen what Marshall can do. Marshall's still playing Sol Ruck. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Obviously, I didn't see the game, 
but Draper the week before did a and Phelps for that matter did a really good job as a defensive ruck on Wits, but also on that the um, St Kilda midfielders were you know rucking to the the more dominant ruckman. Uh, so that could have been the, the same case this week. Maybe the Bombers did the same thing with Marshall. Maybe they learnt and thought, well, Draper's not going to win these taps. We might just rove straight down to Marshall, and that gives negative points to the Rucks there. So, yep. I think the key thing to do at this point in time is just calm down and just hold. As in, it's like, calm it down. Calm, oh, calm it down. You uh, calm it down. Oh, is yeah. that, how, how he says it? Cal, calm it down. Is that the Italian way? Uh, should leave that. For Maltese. Chris. Maltese way. Okay. Um, no, you just need to to calm down and take a breath because the time to be aggressive was last round, possibly the one before, depending on what your situation was, and then all the prices have changed. So at this point, you kind of just need to take a moment. There's not really anyone to downgrade to this week anyway. You shouldn't be sidewaysing premiums unless they're injured. So Darcy Cameron, yes. Otherwise, generally or, no. Or if you've if you've had got enough information, yeah, yeah. And you know now that that like your preseason determinant was this this player is going to be a top ten and he's not anymore. So if you, yes, so that, then I, that would make sense. So but for you example, wouldn't burn, Doherty, right? You wouldn't burn people believe, a booster, yes. Uh, this depends, round d- depends if you've already done. Boost. Yeah, if you've already done a boost, then I suggest probably don't. I boost. wouldn't boost if I don't ha- if I had already spent a boost. I, I had planned on, on using boost in both weeks, or at least I, I toyed with it and didn't use any. But um, So let's say, for example, Doherty. If you, if, you, if you now think that for whatever reason Doherty is now no longer a top six defender, which I, I think is absolute rubbish, I, I, that, that's not my opinion, but if you genuinely think that, then I've got no problems with getting rid of him to get a, say, Clary, or a get, yeah, guaranteed bona fide absolute top in their line that you know... Even guys like LDU, like I actually don't hate that because I personally think that LDU is, is shooting up to top six status in the midfield, Ooh. which is Ooh. I'd say top ten. What about you? Yeah, top ten. Yeah, top ten. Top. Are we top ten? It's like your preseason projections. Oh, one twenty-eight. So, okay. Well, yeah, what do you that's think, right. What do you think? Yeah. He Everyone's goes going up in Christmas morning. No, so I think he genuinely has a chance to go one twenty plus. The only thing going down is you more Swiss. <laughs> um, um, so, that, which is which is obviously a massive improvement <laughs> on, on his previous seasons, and we've only really ever seen him average, I think, what one eleven or one twelve yeah. in the back end of last last year. Like I, I think but, LDU can finish uh, with one twenty, but that means he's averaging what one fifteen for the rest of the season. Yes, yes. So you're, that is something to remember is that I think we worked it out. It's basically four points per game for the rest of the season, um, based on what he's already averaged. He's, he's already averaged you're actually picking him up at four what so let's say you think he's going to average 115 that means that he averages 111 for the rest of the season so mm. remember that when you're putting him yeah. into your team um, shout out and cheers to you julie as well cracked open a drink and i said can't have too many tonight kind of like swizz yep swizz had my double shot last night because i was like i'm not having a shot i was yeah, driving yeah, and you did my off. shot for me um yeah, so I guess the only other the premium that you were talking about, so like Brayshaw, I'd probably look at maybe I probably would actually get off him yes. before he drops down to like that, 500 or less. Yep, absolutely. Um, and then there's probably only a couple I'd probably put in that sort of brackets. Otherwise, generally speaking, you try and at least hold and try and um, preserve some of those trades because it's sometimes it's a bit crazy. You kind of go a week where you just like trade, 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 and then Ooh. all the prices move, and then you still mm. think about, oh, I miss this person. Do I spend $70,000 more? No. Like Unless this is the week stupid. to get led. Yeah. Like, Laird obviously, his 50s out of his cycle after this week. So, so what did he drop to? Um, he's One dropped, uh, dropped 40K. 40K. Yeah. Okay. So, if, if, you wanna, if you already have Clary, 
and you have Brayshaw, mm. I'd 100% be trying to get led. It's probably only 60K. Yep. Oh, that's cheap. You know? is it so this is, is, and that's the plan. So you've got Laird this week if you don't have Clary. For us, it's Clary. Where, and then next week, we'll be all talking about Stewart. Yep. Yeah, so absolutely. you've actually got to kind of plan a, lowy, a little bit. Nice. So it might be two traits, as you said, um, and not trying to waste that boost. Or yep. even if you're putting yourself in a position where you've still got cash left over. Because, yeah, if you've put yourself and set yourself up right, you might be in that position to get Stuart next week and you're going to be putting yourself further ahead of everyone else. One thing I've been thinking of is what I'm going to do with my little extra. extra. So I've actually thought about this already and I've said, okay, well, this is going to depend on what Stuart is worth next week and of scores, but Ridley to Stuart for me makes sense. Um, 100%. So if I've got, you know, Ridley's worth 500K, Stuart drops down to say 550K, I only need 50 grand to do it. I actually will have 50 grand after trades this week, even if I go get English. He's not dropping that far anymore, mate. We'll have to see, hey? What's his break even? 160. Oh, uh, yeah. So who's, who the hood's long playing this week? Hawthorne. Yeah, oh, probably getting tagged there for probably sure. Probably getting 160. Well, no, well, he could get tagged. Yeah, yeah I think he gets tagged. He well, gets especially after he, after he dominated oh, Gold Coast. Sub this week. He yeah. was. Was that an injury sub or was that a tactical I think it was just sub? a sub-sub, but against... Well, was Geelong. Sheasel taking him to town? <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> well, they had no, no one to tag. That's right. Yeah, well, and yeah. that's it. <laughs> Sorry, so, man. We're actually... They're tagging themselves this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe, we're actually winning. Yeah. Maybe it was freshening him up. Ground, yeah. Freshening him up for Stuart. But so Geelong have no one. Yeah, so that's that's what I'm looking at because I, I've identified that I think my preseason calculation really is a little bit off. Now, why was it a little bit off? Because they played St Kilda in that preseason game. They dominated the ball in defence because St Kilda didn't have any tools. And I didn't read... I read probably a little bit too much into the amount of marks and switching and everything that was happening because it was a preseason game, really could just do what he wants. Um, this week he had 14 marks and still only got 96 super coach. And that's annoying. Really, really annoying. Because as I was saying to you, it's, yeah. he had, what, 200 metres gained. Yeah. So him and Kelly were just apparently chipping the ball back and forward because they both had 11 un- yeah. uncontested and marks. What else? What are, I'm, I'm going to bring in Sicily into this conversation because I think Sicily's in a similar boat in that his DT to SC ratio in a lot of the games are really, really bad. And the reason for that is he's so uncontested now. So they are looking for him absolutely every chance that they get. But when he gets the ball, he's going a lot sideways and backwards, which is not good for Supercoach scoring. Um, that seems to be their game plan. Is they get it to him, his hand, and then instead of going, say, long, they're going to try and take the aggressive approach and either try and get it inside or try and switch the ball around to the other well, side. Well, that's why also he's turning it over because he's also the one that they look for exactly. to go up the ground. Yeah, he's and, taking the risky kicks. And they don't actually have Mitch Lewis coming up the line to yeah. take the bit. So they've got actually, Fergus Green's there main tall at the moment. Yeah. And he's battling as willfully as he can. Yeah. But he's, they don't have a big crash and bash centre and a half forward that Sicily can kick down to the line. So just turns it over. I mean, with the, with the amount of con- disposals that he's had and the amount of DT that he's scored, he should be averaging like 130, 140s right now. Um, so it's, it's a bit disappointing. And I mean, he obviously still got 112 this week. So it's not like he's going bad. Mm. But he had 132 DT. Like, that is a 150, super coach game. Like, you usually think you're probably 10 or 20 ahead super coach to DT. With a, with a DE of 82%, which is extremely high. So, mm. again, as I said, he's doing a lot of backwards, a lot of sideways, which does not score well in super coach. Um, so, yeah, his meters gained for the. He had 29 disposals and 18 marks. His meters gained was only 344. Mm. 
That's incredibly low for for James Sisley for that amount of twenty one kicks. That's incredibly low. So yeah, three hundred so, meters. That's like yeah, yeah 15, fifteen meters, meters a kick. Oh yeah, that's yeah. bad because uh, yeah. well, it's a bare minimum. Sideways. Yeah, that's yeah. what they're doing. So it's I I mentioned this. Um, oh yeah, sideways to no meters gained. I, I mentioned this on the Slack. I, I personally believe that this style over the course of the season. I'm not sure if, if he maintains this style of gameplay. I'm not sure it's really going to be conducive to say a 115 average like what we've paid for him for. I think it's more like 108, like a slight reduction. So just be wary of that because I don't like the way that the Hawks are playing. It's nothing to do with Sicily himself as a player. He's still going to rack it up. He's still going to get the marks. He's still going to get all that. I'm just a little bit worried that the way that they play is just killing Sicily's potential output. Um, so we'll see how we go. Um Cool. I think that we've pretty much uh, nailed everything. Is there anything else that you guys wanted to touch on? Yeah, just as you said before, and we talked about, you're talking about Sicily. I think we're going to have a lot of reactions on Doherty this week. He's the one, definitely. 39 touches. Like, I look at it and go, what more do you want from a footballer? Mm. Yeah, you've got to look more deep on why somebody hasn't scored that well. And yeah, compared to, say, Bont, who was turnover city. Sometimes it can just be as little as like the conditions, and the conditions were really poor on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get Doherty back, have a look at his draw, Marvel games, under the roof. If he's getting 35, 40 possessions in those games, you know, you're going to be missing out on 130s. So yep. that's just my warning to everyone because that's yep. the one everyone's going to jump. At least he got the ball. Yeah, at least he's got the ball. It's not like he's got 20 touches or something like that. It's a different story there. Yep. It could have been 150. 39 yep. Yep. touches. Like, Normally he's really good with ball in yeah, hand as well. Yeah, that's why I'm not worried. Yeah. No. And, and it wasn't just him. You look at the whole game and, and everyone should just, like, I use footy info. So you see the DT next to the super coach and there's three players, Saad, Buckley and Kelly. Everyone else, DT to super coach is disgusting from that game. Mm-hmm. Um, so a couple of little ones here, guys. So uh, Kirsty Simmons asking, um, what about Warple to LDU? She's got 248K in the bank. Yeah. I yep. pull that trigger. Yeah, I actually commented on that. That's why I'm I'm actually looking at the chat. Bringing yeah, that's it why in, my head's and I'm down bringing a bit. it into the live conversation because yeah. you guys were horrible you're at that last time. Bringing it into the yeah, because yeah, like it. it was like 45 minutes later, and you're like, oh, and we got this chat here, and yeah. I'm like, are you serious? And I actually responded live. Oh, thanks, oh, mate. Oh, thanks, buddy. Um, and the other one was McRae to Clary for for 100k, and I would absolutely I would do that too. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So again, a roll. His, his role's not there. So just just do it. We've we know that. Let's say potentially he does get the role for a few weeks, and then it's going to switch back. Mm-hmm. Just get off McRae if you can, because he's not going to be a one twenty plus playing player like you think. So. All the Bulldogs just worry me outside yep. of English and yeah, Bond because just the way Bevo does things. Yep. Um, awesome guys. Um, yeah, Brayshaw to lead with Noah. We've already um, touched base uh, on that. Yeah, and Brayshaw I, I get out of your side. Um, I think it's pretty much anyone that's those main ones with the role. Um, go back and listen. I think it's pretty much the, the main part we've yep. covered. And we've sort most. of, I suppose, to, to, to hang up, to put a, a full stop on uh, the, the Darcy Cameron situation, we all agree you've got to go up. I don't think you can go to, say, a Grundy or any sideways action there. It's all up to a premium and it's up, either yeah. English, English or wits. English or wits if you can get there. Otherwise, expect if you go Grundy, you're going to be having to probably move him on again. So that's going to be a burner and, into a burner. And mm-hmm. the points that you gain... In that time, you might lose over the you know two three weeks that yeah Ngorn that you're waiting because yep. yeah you, you, unless you're going Grundy or it's two trades unless you're going from Grundy to then 
go to say wits or someone, but then you're only making a hundred or less thousand yeah. for another trade anyway. And it's, if you're trying to go to yeah. Gorn, as you said, you have to then wait for Gorn's price to drop. And in that time, Grundy going forward is going to kill his projection and all he might just drop out of 60 in the next minute. Oh, there goes my cash. And now I can't actually get there. My only, con- my only thing that I would say a- against a little bit of some of that is this. So going to, um, sometimes to go to English, you might say have to do another trade. So therefore it's two trades. However, going to uh, Grundy is going to be two trades anyway because you're going to have to trade him to someone. So regardless, it's still two trades. <laughs> the only thing is with English, it's probably three trades because you're probably going to have to trade him out at some point anyway. So uh, it is what it is, guys. Um, yeah, that's it. Hey, Binger, mate, because Binger said he sent me a soundbite. Um, Binger, hop on the Facebook, mate. Chris, keep spinning some shit. I'm going to try and see if I can actually... Call you and loop you in right now, Binger. So here's your chance. Live on TV, you better get your ass up <laughs> and onto my socials. You've got yourself one minute or 90 seconds to get up, Bing, and give me on Facebook your mobile number and I will call you in live. Yeah, my train leaves in 20 minutes, so you've got, we've got about five minutes of Here chat go. left. So here's your <laughs> moment, mate. He said he sent me a message, but I can't see Binger on the... Well, unless it's personal... On the Supercoach yeah, Insider everywhere. Facebook. Otherwise, I'm going to have to go to Slack, Binger. Come on, mate. Oh, Where no, are you? The pressure's right on here. <laughs> no, Pokemon it's not rates. Well, what are we rating over oh, here, Pokemon, mate? yeah, mate. I've got to yeah. sell my account. Yeah. So <laughs> I can't play anymore. I don't have enough time to play <laughs> anymore. Um, Binger, if, if, you're, if you're out there too, guys, I was talking to people the other day, even if you know I have friends or whatever who aren't into Supercoach, if they can subscribe to the channel, that that's a huge support to us anyway so um spread the word and that don't they don't have to watch maybe if they they do watch they might get more involved and get involved in the super coaching for that but if we'll they put it in the chat they, binger and then delete but, it after but definitely um he's yeah, sweating bullets su- here yeah, subscribe is it mate this is your chance well oh I'm, sds super coach how does benfield lose me in draft dylan moore i had yes. dare you have dylan moore yes, yes. Uh, let's, more, let's I, talk more about this. i actually this haven't even really looked I, at my draft I, sides because i've got a couple of injuries i'm like do i really want the way so i've landed so i'm flying in and out of gold coast so i'm the hour train up to brisbane and watching that game on my phone and i'm flicking out every like five minutes to just tell ben and like yeah you know, dylan moore's grabbed the ball again it was brilliant. And then we rock up the Christmas engagement and just, oh, yeah. it's happy days. Off just stream. now, all I now need is Wingard to play another 11 games. I, I couldn't care. Oh, if you're listening to this, right. Sam Binger, Mitchell, Binger. if you're listening to this, I don't care if you play Wingard as the sub because that's not part of Ben and I's arrangement. So. <laughs> Binger's got stage fright. He wants to do it off the air. Binger. Oh, Binger. Hit me on. your mobile. We'll just yeah. give you a call and Anybody say, hey. Anybody else want to jump on? You've got three mi- two minutes to jump on. That way you can get a, a live, you get <laughs> a live sound bite. Live on. So somebody we, uh, somebody uh, donate money had, and we'll, we'll bring you on the show. We've had some questions about Amadi. Um, yeah, well, Amadi. What, what's up with that? Amadi party. Amadi party. Grimo was on that. Amadi no, party. Horrible. Oh, yeah, but this is one of my horror thing. Grimo gets on these weird ideas. See, he's the. I think he's sometimes the better version of than Abdul because he actually has the like consistent results of jumping on these weird picks and stuff, and they actually always come well. Are you saying you Abdul know? doesn't have consistent results? Swiss? That's really insincere. <laughs> no, I love you. Do you have a biff with Abdul? What's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> Coming from Vinny Boy. No, I love him and that. It's just a shame about his uh, microphone stuff. He's, somebody oh. donate money to Abdul so he can buy some Kmart headphones so then he can come back on my show again. And that. Yeah, maybe yeah. we need to take some of our, that, some, some of our profits. Sorry, mate. Sorry, Global. For the lovely I'm working on it, March. mate. I'm working on it. 
Um, being a oh mate, oh, that is poor. I don't, even, I don't even have a soundbite. I could play his soundbite through oh, the should. stream, but I want to hear his voice now. He said he sent it to me, but oh, I don't really? have it. Being a oh. what's going on? Damn, it's like the big moment. Chris yeah. is here, smiling, looking at something else. Yeah, I'm yeah. here in the state. Like this is this uh, in Slack. I, I just literally being. A, I bought yeah. a brand new phone. I got the oh, S yeah. S23 Ultra. Pretty I haven't logged into Slack yet because it's literally a brand new phone. Yeah. I've had it for three days. I don't even know if I actually I've got it downloaded, but I don't know if I'm logged in because I think I have to go to the all the new stuff. Uh, sign in using the workplace like URL. I've got to find that stuff. Yeah, so, so that's not going to happen. All right, look, I think that wraps us up. It um, does. Binger, I tried to, <laughs> I tried to give you the. Does it the score assist? I tried to give the handball receive. <laughs> no one else in the chat's given up their mobile number well, on the uh, live. We'll definitely stream. try to do some more stuff like this, uh, even if it's with me coming in from Melbourne. Uh, I practiced the other day of you know, uh, where was I out in Mawala when I did the one with the swans and all the other birds attacking me from the behind. So uh, now that I know I can do that, I might try to get out in the public, maybe go down the, the tavern or something and get Grimo down and we'll, um, we'll try oh. to do a live show or something there. And Hamstring probably, awareness, I've got his mobile oh, number. Yeah. And I'll probably be uh, back up here, I think it's about round 16, that weekend, Brisbane play Richmond, Gold Coast play Collingwood. I think the Broncos play the Dragons. So as long as the AFL and NRL haven't put out the schedule for that weekend, but hopefully they look after us and it's like Thursday into Friday into Saturday because that'll be a great weekend with the uh, with these two lads. So. Sounds fantastic, guys. Well, uh, thanks everyone for joining in. And uh, obviously, we'll, we'll see you with our um, team podcast during the week. Uh, and hit us up on our socials, of course, uh, at SE Insider 100 on Twitter. Um, and on Facebook, obviously, search for Supercoach Insider if you have any questions. But other than that, I think it's probably going to be mostly a whole trades week and see how we go um, outside of, obviously, those of us with Darcy. So, uh, Darcy Cameron, I should say. Yeah, not, not, Darcy. Not, not Shrek. Uh, but thank you very much, guys, and uh, we will endeavour to be in touch very shortly. Yes, and we'll do our team pods as well. Check that out as well if you don't know already. Our team pods during the week. And that's it. Talk to you soon. Ciao for now. I've given up by now. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Bye. Alrighty. Bye.